I'm Tommy Salmons. This is Year Zero. For this week, I decided to take a journey and get stuck in a cue hole so that I could bring you at least my impressions of what QAnon is up to and what it means given there are like something like 60 congressmen that have taken the QAnon oath or 60 people running for Congress, I should say. And uh, some of them are quite funny. Uh, I, I suggest you search K.W. Miller for those of you I haven't shared that video with. You will quite enjoy his uh, I am the boogeyman speech while he's in the car. That's uh, probably one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. We need people like this in Congress just to show how to continue to show how ridiculous the system is. But um, <clears throat> so what I did is I looked at this Wayfair story that had been going around and dug into it a little bit, watched some videos Got some people's opinions that pay more attention to Q than I do, and uh, kind of took away from it that this was all uh, just a big hysterical mess for no reason and with no purpose. So we're going to start with Wayfair, and if you haven't heard of what Wayfair, what the Wayfair conspiracy is. Or the theory. It's the theory that the Wayfair company was selling children advertised as cabinets. Some industrial grade cabinets had names like Annabelle or Samaya and were priced in the tens of thousands range. Wayfair wiped these cabinets from the website due to the hysteria and released a statement. And yes, I'm reading. I wrote a lot of this down so I can give you like an accurate depiction of what I had found this week. Um, so just bear with me. This is from a BBC story. When it comes to why some of the, its items are named after children, Wayfair has explained that the company uses an algorithm to name its products. Other retailers also use first names to brand their products. This is not odd. I've seen this many times before. What they're doing is they're trying to figure out what is being searched for online that will uh, draw attention to their product. And so it saves them money in advertising because what you do is you name your product after a very famous search result and then people are led to your product without you spending any money on advertising. It's pretty pretty easy way to uh, get some eyes on your products. Back to the story. A spokesperson told BBC News. Oh, wait. Okay. So it acknowledged that the high prices listed may have led to confusion, but says the particular cabinets are large industrial size items meant for businesses or commercial use. A spokesperson told BBC News, we have temporarily removed the products from our site to rename them 
and to provide a more in-depth description and photos that accurately depict the product to clarify the price point. There are also baseless claims that personalized pillows, which can cost up to $10,000, are that expensive because it involves trafficking children. You're going to find out this is this is the this is the number one thing with with QAnon. Anything that is happening, anything that looks suspicious is is sex trafficking. Anytime somebody says something that they disagree with, they're a pedophile or a sex trafficker or a cover upper. Just like with the left, the far left, the woke left. Anybody who disagrees with them are racists, bigots, homophobes, anti-Semitic. And they have a lot of commonality between the far left and the QAnon crowd. Wayfair has refuted this and put it down. So they've refuted that they are pillows that cost $10,000 and that they're trafficking children. Wayfair has refuted this and put it down to a price glitch on their website, which I have seen multiple times. Sometimes you look at a website and it says it's one price and you're like, that doesn't seem right. And you click on the product and you go to the page that actually just for that specific product, the price is completely different. The same sorts of glitches can be seen sometimes with other online sellers, as I just said. But that didn't stop the Q followers. The Q followers decide, well, we're going to take the SKU number from these products and we're going to put these SKU numbers into a search engine called Yandex. Now, Yandex is a Russian search engine and a lot of Q followers have started using Yandex because unlike Google, Yandex does not censor the, the outcomes of your searches. So if you search for Clinton body count, you're going to see the Clinton body count documentary, right? Whereas on Google, they try to hide things like that. So, so a lot of these people are using Yandex. And what they were doing is they were taking these SKU numbers from these particular types of, uh, from these particular cabinets and just putting the SKU number in the search engine searching in the images and girls or women were popping up. It says images of young women would appear in the search results whenever they would type in the SKU numbers. Newsweek reported that a Yandex search for any random string of numbers would return the same results. So it has nothing to do with these particular SKU numbers. It's any string of random numbers would give you the same results. So Yandex was like, well, shit, that's a glitch in our system. We're going to go through and fix that. Okay. Yandex seems to have corrected the issue now as we found similar searches to no longer return images of young women. So apparently whatever the problem was, whatever caused that is, is fixed. It was, it was something that Yandex had fucked up. But this is common among the Q crowd. I've, like I said, I've spent the entire week looking. Uh, the, all the theories, 
all the theories are are based around pedophilia and sex traffic. You know, I mean, we're not I'm not talking about the lizard people like David Icke and, you know, talks about and stuff like that. They have that segment and that fr- faction too. I'm not going to get into that. I'm I'm trying to stay in the like the main line, the the broadest definition of Q. So there's a lot of different avenues you can go down to see a lot of different things. And I just I would have had to spend months researching this and I wasn't going to spend that much time rotting my brain in the in the Q Qosphere, as you might call it. But all their theories share commonality. Their conspiracy is correct, rooted in history. And if you don't believe them, you are either actively covering up the conspiracy or you're a useful idiot. Now, this goes not only goes for the Q crowd, but the far left, like socialist types that are trying to discredit the Q crowd. They all believe this. Our conspiracy theories are right, no matter what. All our conspiracy theories are rooted in historical fact. So you're either a useful idiot or you're actively actively covering up these conspiracies. You choose, right? So either way, whether, whether you're talking to somebody who is discrediting Q and they're the far left, or you're talking to the QAnons, Either way, you are not enlightened. You're not as enlightened as they are. They are more enlightened than you. They have the information you need to successfully live your life, which we can get into the amount of people who have lost their well, well-being and their marriages and this, that, and the other by following these conspiracies. But we're not going to get into that. We're just going to, I'm just going to keep following my notes through this because I got like four pages here. Excuse me. So if you seek out a podcast contesting Q, you'd run into a podcast called QAnon Anonymous. It's a funny trio of socialist, democratic socialist, Bernie supporters, Chomskyites that seeks to ridicule the Q crowd and figure out the provable facts hidden within the Q conspiracies while pushing the conspiracy that all conspiracy curious people that aren't woke socialists are anti-Semitic, racist, and bigots. Like QAnons, they link historical fact to prove their points. QAnons would point you to Greece, Rome, Boys Town, Jimmy, Seville, or Epstein as proof that the world is run by a cabal of satanic pedophiles. QAA, the QAnon Anonymous podcast, would have you believe that given there are similar languages being utilized in the conspiracy theorizing of the right that was used in pre-World War II anti-Semitic rhetoric of Henry Ford and the like, that the entirety of QAnons are made up of anti-Semites. There's no recognition of the fluidity of language and how the use of words and phrases change over time. They ignore QAnon's hate of Walt Disney, and anybody that they perceive to be uh, from Nazi lineage, QAA are even so blind to their own biases that they claim any right-winger 
or libertarian with a podcast are fascist and narcissist, while they, unfortunately, have to do the good work of reporting the Russiagate racism and anti-Semitic conspiracies running rampant due to the failure of the corporate press. Now, I bring up these two groups for a reason, and I bring them up in succession. I've kind of already I've already kind of covered like the the religion of the state, the evangelical left and how, you know, the 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 government institutions act as the church for these people. Okay, and if if you feel like I need to dig into that some more, I can definitely do that. But I bring up these two these two parties in parallel for one specific reason. For the last like Three, four years, at least since Trump was elected, there's been a lot of talk about civil war, a lot of talk about civil war. Some people are even saying that it's a, we're involved in a cold civil war at the moment. And if there's ever going to be a hot civil war, if a civil war is ever going to kick off violently, it's going to be one of these two groups or both of these groups that kicks it off. These are the people that are going to kick off violence, right? They're going to kick off violence because, I mean, what would you do if you thought everybody around you was a satanic pedophile that was sacrificing children and drinking their blood? Like you would be, you would be guilty by association if you didn't take violent action against these people. And on the left, if everybody is a neo-Nazi, anti-Semitic, racist, white nationalist out there trying to lynch people, you would be – it would be a sin not to go take violent action, not to punch a Nazi. And if you look if – you, if you really dig into it, you'll find – that both of these groups have already gotten violent in the ways that I'm suggesting. And that if they ever clash, it will be ugly. So what is QAnon? All right. So I'm going to take this from two different angles while explaining this. You have your soft Q followers and then you have your hardcore Q followers. I'm not going to go over the top hardcore. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about the lizard people conspiracy. I'm, I'm not getting into that. It just does not interest me. I'm not going to talk aliens. I'm not going to talk those types of things. But I'm going to give you a general concept, a general, like basically like the introduction into Q and then what the next, like, and what they lead you to believe. And what they do is they, they lure you through this, like, slowly but surely. They have a three-hour documentary on uh, YouTube. If you want to watch it, it's called, um, I want to say it's Fall Cabal. Let me see. I got it right here. It is called Fall Cabal. Yeah, Fall Cabal documentary. And the whole three hours, it leads you from, from the beginning to the end. It, it kind of eases you in. They talk about the caravans, they talk about the Fed, they talk about the wars. They even, at the end, pop up uh, uh, ANCAP flag that says taxation is theft, believe it or not. So, and we'll get into why that is as well. 
because I, I think it's very easy for libertarians to fall into this trap of QAnon. And not to say that everything they talk about is false, because it's provably, a lot of it is provably true. And you can find a lot of links, a lot of articles, and a lot of different uh, uh, documents that prove a lot of what they're saying. But like someone like Alex Jones, a master manipulator, they use those truths to drag you into the deep end, right? And so if I get a little muffled right here, it's because I'm rolling a cigarette and uh, I roll my own and I didn't have one rolled and I just ate a McGriddle, which isn't the best thing in the world for me. And I can already tell that uh, I'm not enjoying it. But for some reason at the moment, it sounded good. I think it was the, uh, I think they're the lizard people, um, Ray Kroc's descendants cast a spell on me when I worked at McDonald's when I was a child, when I was 17, 16, and um, I get these um, cravings that I, I just can't help. It's, it's, it's as if I enter this... Um, this part of my brain, I, I go into a hypnotic state and I wake up when I come to and I regain consciousness. I have McDonald's in my hand. And uh, I didn't realize this until probably two years ago when I, I went under hypnosis and it was brought to my attention that while I was at McDonald's, I was uh, sexually tortured, and I was forced to eat uh, children and and drink adrenochrome. And so, um, I I stay away from the the deeper levels of the Q conspiracy because, uh, well, you know, it, it just brings back horrible me memories that I I just can't stand to. Uh, to think about and talk about, and I can't believe I brought it up here on the podcast. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, so what is QAnon? <clears throat> Excuse me. Soft Q followers are Trump supporters that believe Trump was recruited by military intelligence to take on a cabal of globalists secretly ushering in the New World Order or global socialism, right? That becomes a little ironic. When viewing this ideological point of view, it's easy to see why many libertarians could be attracted to the ideas. They speak out against the Fed, the wars, pedophiles like Epstein, Seville, and Hastert. Dennis Hastert, who was the Speaker of the House um, under George H.W. Bush, I believe. Uh, look it up. Proven. He was arrested in prison. They ask questions about mysterious deaths surrounding the Clintons and their choice of friends being sex offenders. Valid questions. They discuss covert CIA ops, the Kennedy assassination, George H.W. Bush involvement with the CIA, the arming of ISIS, MKUltra, Operation Mockingbird, Operation Paperclip, etc. They talk about all these things. Right. So it's very easy for libertarians to be like, OK, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you're right here. You know, like we we see what you're doing, like we, we get you. We're, we're on board, you know, 
They questioned Soros' role in the world and especially American politics, how and why he collapsed the British pound, if he's directly financing the heads of radical political movement, or if he's operating covertly through his nonprofits and USAID. Valid. He was kicked out of Russia because of his interactions. Um, they questioned the Rothschild legacy, their methods of financing both sides of nearly every war in history since the creation of fiat and uh, in central banking. Many of them have researched these subjects endlessly, have a lot of valuable information most people never know exists. They, a lot of these guys are, are fairly smart, and they're full of information when it comes to these particular subjects. Some things, some of the things I've researched when it comes to some of these things was I was pointed in the direction of the documents by people like the S SGT report or, um, or other Q followers, Tracy beans or whoever, and was able to able to follow, find these documents through their leads that they talked about. So they're not completely insane on every aspect of conspiracy. But then they lead you into down this path to where you find out that they also believe worldwide children are stolen and sold to elite pedophile rings. Okay. They are tortured raped and murdered as part of satanic ritual ceremonies. The murderers then drink the children's blood and they eat their flesh. The blood of children who were severely traumatized before they died contains adrenochrome, a natural drug produced by the pineal gland in the brain. Adrenochrome is the highest valued drug in the world. The God these people serve is Satan or Moloch or Baal. You're, you'll hear a lot about Moloch or Baal. It's not a God of love and mercy. Okay. So now we're getting into the heart of it. It's good versus evil. It is good versus evil. It is the white hats and the black cats, as some people say. But it's, 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 it's a pure good versus evil, esoteric battle that we are involved in. All right. And we'll get into that later. I've, I've got a few paragraphs on that. So let's get into the pedophilia. Let, let's just clear the air. I have a couple of stories here, not a lot, a couple. All right. And there are plenty more. There are hundreds more. So don't think that I'm trying to cover everything. I'm, I'm only going to record for so long before I have no voice left. All right. So in 2017, a guest on Dr. Phil going by the name of Kendall confirmed that there are many elite U.S. politicians that have been engaged in raping children for many years. A reality that has consistently been covered up and completely hidden from voters. Okay. So Dr. Phil was kicked off of Dutch TV right after this episode. Because it offended their sensibilities. And he did a four-month investigation on this girl and talked to police officers. And this was 100% legitimate. She was tortured. She was raped. 
She was kept as a prisoner. Sounded a lot like the uh, Kathy O'Brien story. If you know who Kathy O'Brien is, her dad was a uh, was taken into police custody for um, child pornography. Uh, apparently, not saying absolutely true. Apparently, the reason he was never charged or convicted, which you can look it up, he was never charged or convicted. The reason he was never charged or convicted is because he he gave custody of his daughter to the CIA because she was a perfect candidate for the MK Ultra experimentation since she had already been sexually molested and tortured by her own father and his friends. So then the CIA took her in and passed her around. Uh, amongst politicians and the elite and uh, and she ended up developing some like multiple personality disorder as her personality split so that she could deal with the trauma she was then eventually rescued by either an FBI or a CIA agent who she is married to today and they've written a book about it I have not read the book I have listened to them speak uh, several different times I do not know how factual any of this is. I've never seen anywhere where it has been, you know, uh, legitimized. So I don't know. But Dr. Phil said that the Kendall story checks out, that she was passed around. And she also said that she was impregnated three times and her children was taken from her by her, quote, owner. I guess it was her handler of some sort. Kind of like her Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. So, there's one story. Apparently, it's completely legitimate. I have no reason to doubt that that Dr. Phil would, would, would do his due diligence prior to reporting these claims. He's not Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld. uh, Jerry Springer, from what I could, uh, from what I can tell. I've not watched a lot of Dr. Phil. I've seen like one or two of his episodes. Over the years, not really my cup of tea, but, you know, as far as I can tell, there's, he had absolutely no reason to manufacture this story. So there's that. Okay. Um, then um, about a month before that, Trump announced he was going after child traffickers. Um, former U.S. Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney weighed in on the subject shortly after that, noting that going after child predators will lead to the downfall of both Republicans and Democrats in the United States, as this problem goes all the way to the top, unquote. Okay, so that was a tweet she put out there after Trump made this announcement. She's a former Congresswoman. Maybe she has some dirt. Maybe she knows something. But if so, why isn't she speaking out? Why isn't she coming forward? Is she afraid for her life? Yada, yada, yada. What's going on? If you know these things, these are definitely things that you should be speaking out about. All right? If there is any legitimate role of government, it is to deal with these kind of people, in my point of view. That would be, I mean, unless you want, you know, um, a lynch party put together, you know, for these people, because that's what these people are talking about. They're talking about capturing all these 
satanic pedophile elites bringing them to Guantanamo and hanging them. They actually say that's what happened to John McCain. But, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. Um, in 2018, Natasha Jait, a model socialite TV presenter and former contestant on the show Big Brother, came forward claiming she had evidence of a high-level pedophile ring involving VIPs, politicians, movie stars, and other celebrities. The allegations led to a barrage of attacks against her, including death threats. And in August 2019, she was found dead in a nightclub, a nightclub called Xanadu. I think it was out of the country. I I, want to say, I can't remember where it was. Um, But she was found dead, lying on a bed uh, in a nightclub, naked, with uh, cocaine in her nostrils, LSD in her uh, system, and uh, alcohol in her system. Her family swears, number one, she wasn't suicidal. Number two, she didn't uh, do drugs. And she even said, she even tweeted prior to this that if she turns up dead, she did not overdose on cocaine. That was like one of the things she said. I did not do too much cocaine. It's not going to happen. And she did said, I'm not suicidal. I'm not going to commit suicide. I did not hang myself. I did not shoot myself. And I will never do too much cocaine. You know, is basically what she said. So um, these are most of these stories are from the Free Thought Project. Um, the Free Thought Project reported that during the filming of Sasha Baron Cohen's show, Who is America, as Cohen played an Italian playboy called Gio Minaldo, his uncomfortable and his uncomfortable antics seemingly revealed an elite pedophile ring. Cohen recorded an alleged member of this ring admitting that he could procure children as young as eight years old for sex and has done so for billionaires. Cohen reportedly brought this information to the FBI, who then decided not to pursue it. All right, so these are just a few of hundreds of these kinds of stories that can be shared. So why does QAnon feel like they have to jump to satanic rituals and drinking children's blood. It's, it's, they jump the shark there. They lose the majority of people that would actually sympathize with, with who they are, like what they're trying to expose. Right? Now, it's always their first move to go straight to pedophilia. They never consider that, let's say Wayfair was doing something wrong. They never consider money laundering or drugs. They always jump to pedophilia. And that part of that is because Q, the Q movement, QAnon, is a natural evolution from Pizzagate. Now, there's a lot of freaky shit in Pizzagate. I'm not going to dig into Pizzagate. Um, because it, there's a lot of weird shit, and I don't know what to make of it. If it's not, if there's not pedophilia, there's there is a lot of weird shit going on, and um, that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I have nothing else to say about that uh, at this point. So, but why do they feel like they have to jump the shark in this way? Well, enter Q. Who is Q? Right. That, I mean, that's the big question. So Q is an anonymous poster that first appeared on 4chan, then move, then they moved to 8chan, and I say they for a reason, that claimed to be a group of no more than 10 
military intelligence officials involved with Trump. Some people believe that Trump is even one of the posters. And helping Trump clean pedophiles and evil politicians from their positions of power. Drain the swamp doesn't mean lifelong politicians, according to Q. It means demon-possessed pedophiles that live on adrenochrome to remain youthful and the three-letter bureaucracies, the three-letter bureaucracy, bureaucrats, sorry, CIA officials, FBI officials, DIA, all these guys that are covering up for these pedophiles and their child sacrifice and blood drinking. The profile Q makes drops, sometimes using military code, sometimes gibberish. But according to the Anons, it's always esoteric and prophetic. Even when the predictions don't come true, it proves the existence of Q because Q stopped the prophesized event by prophesizing the event, especially arrests. One of the favorite prophecies is about Epstein. Everyone who visited his island will be indicted soon. Think of big names such as Prince Andrew, Bill and Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, James Alafantes, Marina Abramovich, Tony Blair, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Eric Schmidt, Bill Gates, Evelyn and Lynn Rothschild, and many, many Hollywood stars. Is this the beginning of the long-awaited mass arrest that Q keeps referring to? Now, the first Q drops took place in October. I think it was, it was either September or October of 2017. And he was predicting that everybody was going to be arrested. That all, all everybody involved with Epstein, everybody involved with P Pizzagate were, were all going to be arrested. And he's been predicting that. And saying it's going to happen since then. And the fact that it hasn't happened just means that the deep state has countered the moves that President Trump was making and has been blocking him. And President Trump is countering their moves in order to bring him down. I mean, just for instance, there's this whole there's this whole slew of of shit that that Q says Q. Q says are symbolic and, and Anons buy into, right? So there was this, back in 2018, I think it was, there was this whole media storm about the way Trump was drinking water. Now, I took it as he was just making fun of Mark Zuckerberg, kind of what I thought. But according to the Anons, he was drinking Fiji water. And that that was a signal that the Nexium cult was going to come down because the Bronfman sisters owned a shit ton of, or owned an island in, in near or around Fiji, the Fiji region. I, I don't, I don't really understand it, but that is the cue how they cover it up. So Nexium coming down is the reason that Trump was, Drinking the water like that, and sure enough, later, what was it, six months later or whatever, the uh, the whole Nexium ring was broken up, and uh, you know we learned about Alice and Mac, who had been procre procuring, you know, um, young women to be sex slaves for this Keith, whatever I get, or however you say his last name, guy, 
and uh, Claire and Sarah Bronfman were very much involved in this, and they were very powerful people with links to the Clintons. And Nexium had been donating to the Clintons, and yada, 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 yada. Right? Okay. So, so they say that's what Trump was signaling to with the whole drinking water like a retard scandal. Um, so when they, when they see this, they see Q as a prophet and Trump as their savior, right? This explains the people that are attracted to Q. Q is a fundamentalist religion. They have their own church, Omega Kingdom Ministries. In order to be a member, you must reject the false teachings of every other church of any religion and embrace the theory theology of Q and fundamentalist Christianity as a combination. So they don't only preach out of the Bible, they preach the Q drops as well. Okay? So, the people attracted to Q have been taught to believe in the return of Christ as literal. You got Trump. That's what you got. There's your, there's your second coming. You, you asked for a savior and you got Cheeto Jesus. This narrative has been playing over and over in these people's heads their entire lives. I know this because at, at a point in my life, when I was a teenager, I used to focus on these things. I used to think about these things very, very much because I, was, I, I believed that there was this invisible war, and we'll get into that. It has manifested itself for someone to manipulate with ease. These thoughts are easily manipulated, right? Anybody who claims to have esoteric knowledge, you're looking at like, really? Because that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I'm, I don't want I want to be Gnostic. It's all about being Gnostic, knowing what others don't know, having the spiritual insight that others don't have. Whereas you and I may look at Q drops and say, this is a bunch of fucking bullshit. They look at Q drops and, and they see this insight into this spiritual, political, and demonic realm that they have to not fight, but bring awareness to. In the Q world, there's an invisible war going on all around us. Demons and angels battling over the souls of men. If you suffer tr- from Trump derangement syndrome, it's not because you don't like Trump. It's because you're possessed by a demon. This isn't a physical battle, but a spiritual and metaphysical battle being fought and won by the Anons in Trump as God guides their actions. In their minds, they are doing the Lord's work and taking down the demonic forces that surround us all. They are the only true faithful and will be rewarded for their perseverance and prosecution. They have no choice but to evangelize and be humiliated daily to prove their loyalty because it is through that loyalty and faith that they will know the long-awaited victory. And once that victory, known as the Great Awakening, takes place, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Like the tribulation, they are awaiting a storm in which there are mass arrests that bring unrest and chaos amongst the masses. 
Only after the storm will the Great Awakening, a global socialist utopia with no rich or poor, no war or corruption, be acknowledged. Yes, they are fighting an evil socialist, globalist egalitarianism to usher in a good socialist, globalist egalitarianism with no income tax and a new central bank. Not the current central bank, but a new one. Q is playing out revelations in real time in our time. The Anons are hoping for a worldly apocalypse that the true believers live through in order to have that big I told you so in the end. The plague of coronavirus is a constructed pandemic to destroy their savior Trump because he was accomplishing so much. Low unemployment, a good economy, all those talking points that you hear all the time. It was the only way the dark forces could figure they could constrain him and leave him only serving one term so that they can continue uh, their reign of terror on humanity. But in the end, the forces of good will be triumphant over the forces of evil because Trump isn't afraid to speak the truth in the face of controversy. And the truth shall set you free. In order to usher forward this perfect future... JFK Jr. faked his death, went into hiding for nearly 30 years, learned how to time travel using Tesla's inventions that were left to Trump's grandfather, partnered with Trump and military intelligence to develop a foolproof plan, then reemerged as Q once Trump was elected. Now Q, JFK Jr., is advising Trump and Anons on how to beat the cabal of satanic pedophile cannibals that run the world while time traveling. I am not making that up. <laughs> this, the way they come to this conclusion, I can't. It, it it doesn't align in my my thinking. But it has something to do with with Donald Trump's grandfather knowing Nikola Tesla and Nikola Tesla leaving all his secrets to Donald Trump's grandfather and Donald Trump's grandfather creating what they call Operation Looking Glass, which is a time traveling machine that will bend time and space and allow you to travel through time and predict the future, which is how Q is able to successfully predict, even when it's unsuccessful, the events that are going on around us. It's a hell of a plot, and I may watch the movie when it comes out. Seriously. One of these Anons have to write this. So, that is what I've gathered in a week <laughs> of, of being stuck in a cue hole, right? So who do I think Q is? Well, I think at the very least, Q is a someone or someones that knows Trump. I think that Trump is signaling to the Q supporters, the Q followers, the anons as they call themselves. And I think Trump does know who it is. And, uh, you know, there have been some things, you know, what was the one? Um, oh, Trump had said something like tippity top. And it was something one of the Anons asked Q to have Trump say during a speech. And he, he had said something about White House being the tippity in tippity top shape or something like that. Um, so there are, there have been clues that Trump knows who Q is. 
there are also several clues that Trump is signaling to the Anons in many different ways, on many different fronts, at least pandering to him, which is what a lot of these congressional candidates seem to be doing, pandering to the Anon crowd in order to uh, kind of solidify that, that part of the vote. So they're like the polar opposites of, you know, um, AOC or Ilhan Omar would be the uh, non-politicians. So I'm uncertain if, if there's military intelligence involved. Though Michael Flynn did take the Q oath on the 4th of July, and that makes me wonder um, where he's connected to all of this, if he may be one of the account users. I don't know. They do use some military jargon in there at at times. Um, Pompeo is a fundamentalist Christian. He's also CIA. It certainly wouldn't shock me for somebody in the CIA doing something like this to further their own ambitions. Because those guys have no sense of right and wrong or truth or fiction. Um, I mean, CIA, people in the CIA are deceptive. Uh, they can be quite evil um, when they're trying to climb the ladder. I guess many people are just as capable of that, but I see it a lot whenever I read about figures of the CIA. If you look into Cordmeyer, James Jesus Angleton, or, you know, um, oh, what was the guy's name? I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head, but I know who I'm trying to think of. Alan Dulles. You know, those types of figures, um, they're, they're not worried about ethics so much. Um, when I dug into QAnon, knowing very little, I knew I'd find crazies. The one thing I didn't expect is to come out of the other side suspecting that Q itself was a very well thought out and targeted operation. But that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I think Q knows exactly what they're doing, and they are targeting those susceptible to the language and feeling of Christianity, the esoteric, the, the Gnostic kind of point of view that religion gives you, that superiority based upon the superior esoteric knowledge that you're going to heaven and everyone else is going to hell, and they're trying to usher in a heaven on earth. The, they, you know, they have like the, the, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, hoping they'd be delivered from their mundane lives, watching for the second coming. And Q has promised that gr- the great awakening sooner rather than later. You know, uh, it's just, yeah, you know, Q came like a thief in the night, slipped into their message boards and has offered them a meaningful existence, you know. But another thing I thought of whenever I was going through this week it was that docu-series on Netflix called The Family, which is, uh, is, is basically fundamentalist Christians that are well-connected politically, trying to usher in a theocratic system based on the Ten Commandments. It's pretty creepy and cultish. I watched it once, and honestly, man, I hope it fails. And I'm not just talking about The Family. Yes, I hope the family fails, but I also hope Q fails. I'm sorry. I mean, if you want to rid our world of pedophiles, 
that's awesome. In wars, okay, I'm with you. No more corruption? Yeah, you can count me in on that. Bring forth a theocratic government? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. I'm not down with that. No, I'm not, I'm not getting on board with that. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. In one Q drop, the final line says, wait until you find out who you're talking to or something of that nature. I'm quite curious and I'm certain that no matter who it is, their agenda is just a different form of tyranny than we see today. Either way, I'm not a Q. It's not my, it's not my, uh, not my scene. So that, my friends, is what I have been doing all week and why it has taken me so long to get on an episode. It's uh, eh, 48 minutes in. All right. It's one of my longer solos. But, you know, I hope you got something out of this one. Uh, yeah, as always, go to libertarianinstitute.org, antiwar.com, Q. Out.